Should we mention that you're in Tasmania? Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. No, that'll make yeah. sense because I'll probably say something about being in Tassie. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Elementary, Elementary Springfield. <laughs> I'm Lauren Buck. And I'm Claire Sullivan. And this is uh, us going remote, baby. Uh, we are ooh. over the airwaves. And by that, I mean the internet cable that runs across the Tasman Sea. Because <laughs> it runs over it, not under it. It's it's constantly getting battered about by the waves. Does it? No. <laughs> I thought you could have legitimately said yes then. And I would have been like, cool. And I just imagined like a little internet cable, like a blue internet cable. <laughs> yep. That starts at Port Melbourne and just like goes across the ocean towards Davenport. <laughs> yeah. And there's just there's just guys in boats just holding it up with their hands. But just holding this. This is our job. Gotta keep the internet going to Tasmania. Keep holding Barry. <laughs> what a twelve hour holding shift. No, we do have such things as um air antennas here. And they're on big things such as mountains, so Oh yeah, okay, right. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Oh mountains. Yeah. Well, fucking yeah. swisho. Yeah, yeah, we've got a mountain. <laughs> Do you? Yep, got a cool mountain. <laughs> got a cool mountain. <laughs> so this is uh, Elementary Springfield. It's a Simpsons podcast. We're watching seasons three to eight because Claire has never seen it. Because mm-hmm, I grew up in Tasmania, which did not get it. Didn't get it and therefore led to a lifetime of not getting it. Sitting around in pubs, having conversations with friends, trying to live your life, but without any of the references of The Simpsons in your head. That is the universal language of people our roughly age. our age. Yeah, and it's a there's a lot of uh, things that people would just say that I would just be like, "Wow, that's a crazy thing to say." <laughs> what is that? Yes, <laughs> this week's episode was Lisa the Beauty Queen. Yes. It was so and much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I am so into this episode. I remember it. I love it. Uh, just so we know, though, Claire has returned to Tasmania. Yes, I am in the land of Taz <laughs> manias. I escaped COVID second wave happening in Melbourne, and I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of Melbourne. And I uh, got on a plane. Two weeks in a quarantine hotel. Yep. Spent time in quarantine hotel, which people keep being like, what did you do all day? And I'm like, I don't remember. Not much. <laughs> you don't remember. I would dance in my room. I would, the last few days I did a couple of drawings, complain about the food. Solid creative time. Yeah. So time well spent. <laughs> Watched a lot of Netflix and yeah. Dan. Just had a lot of self-reflection, you know, journals, the mindful masturbation. (laughs) I would have loved to have had like a camera in every single one of those COVID quarantine hotel rooms and just see what what the fuck people get up to. Yeah, which I've learned is probably, for me, it's probably not much. I can I can do not much if I know you can, that'll yep. end. Well, I mean, you just came from stage four in Melbourne, which yeah. was also very much like glorified not doing very much. Yeah. Like, you were already a little practiced at the art of not doing much. Yeah. Yeah. So, and to know that on the other side, there was a lot more that you could do. Yeah. That's, that's not, you're like fucking two weeks in order to be released into the wild. Yeah. 
happy with that. It's pretty all right. I got, you know, I got to be in a hotel. The bed was gigantic, which in comparison, because I'm back in my childhood bedroom and I'm sleeping in my childhood bed, which is a single. Like as in a single single. Yes. Like a a child single. It's so small and I am not <laughs> tall, but it is too small for me. I can't roll over. I can't. You are a, you're a little thing. Yes. I can't even imagine how small that thing is. It is so tiny and I just, I, I, I can't like stretch and it's like not comfortable to have a lay down. You know, when you're a bit tired in the middle of the day, like I just rode my bike back from the bike shop. And yeah. it was like a brutal ride because Hobart is full of hills. and I It is very hilly. Oh, my God. And I use muscles that I have not used in years because <laughs> I don't need to use those muscles when I'm riding my bike in Melbourne. Oh nope, my we're God. flat as a tack. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you oh. all the swampy marshland that <laughs> Melbourne was built on. Mm, if yeah. anything, we're sinking. Everything's eventually going to be down here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all just be sliding down into the model. Just, just slides everywhere. They're going to replace the trams with slides. Yeah. Be efficient. <laughs> you have to tap on your your my slide. Yeah, <laughs> and then just slide on down. You can't wear shorts though because your no. the back of your legs will get burnt and you get stuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's got to come along and pull you out. Yeah. Um, and the bed slide related injuries. <laughs> so many burns. I I uh, got back from the bike shop after riding, and I just needed to like lay down yeah. in my bed to get myself ready. And yeah, you messaged me. You're like, I'm going to be in another few minutes. I had to have a little lie down. I had to have a spell. I had to have a spell. And the but bed is too bad. small to lay. Like, you can't just have a casual lay down on it because it is yeah. so small. Yeah. I can't just flop onto the bed. No, the flopping is that it has a complete, like, trampoline reverberation <laughs> effect. So you flop down and it just pings you back up to an upright position again. <laughs> I can only it's flop. a single bed. Very robust. <laughs> What I'm doing is sleeping on a small trampoline. I'd probably fall and hit my face on the wall, like, mm-hmm. if I tried to flop on it. Up you go. Oh, okay. Oh, God. All right. So mm. this episode was super, super fun. Oh, my God. Uh, Lisa was entered into a beauty pageant. I loved uh, it. I loved it. I thought everyone was very nice this episode. Yes. Homer was a real sweetheart. So Even sweet. Bart was, like, super sweet. So like, sweet. It's really cute how they kind of explored like early formations of body image because yeah. uh, it, it opens with uh, with the carnival, Springfield Elementary uh, Carnival. So good. There were so many good jokes in there. The happiest place on earth. Oh, oh yes. I loved it. With Skinner standing his ground. Yeah, because he's like an ex he's like, I'm ex Green Beret mad. You've just made an ex Green Beret mad. And he so, and so these goons rock up with the, the lawyer character in Springfield hmm. and he immediately pings one of the uh goons like between the eyes, just goes boosh <laughs> and then throw the other goon runs away and he just throws the suitcase like a grenade. And it gives a very satisfying bonk. Yes. Was, I'm like, oh, it's like a good com- SFX. It's like a kilometre away and it hits him on yeah. the head. And Lisa gets her a caricature portrait. Oh, yes, which I, I've had one of those caricature uh, portraits. I, I have not. Really? No. Where did you get yours done? Um, I think my brother and I got ours done at Salamanca Market. I literally was about to say, was it the market, <laughs> wasn't it? Yes. Because those guys only ever rock up at markets. Yes, yeah, because tourists will only be there. Because tourists will be there. Why is it some tat? <laughs> they only they only exist when there has to be, you know, other stalls selling like colourful tea cozies and another stall that does like weird like woodwork stuff. And Danish donuts or something, you know. Uh, profiteroles. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. the only place you can 
didn't buy a profiterole. <laughs> Not oh. profiterole, uh, boffages. Oh. Dutch pancakes. Yes, I think also Ollie Bollins. What the fuck's that? Deep fried bread, but with bits of raisins in it. It's small. Oh, those potatoes that are like spiraled around Ooh, a yep. stick. Dagwood dogs. Yep. All that bullshit. That's yep. just like this horrible, nasty food. But when you're in a market, yeah. you just walk into the markets and you're overcome with this, all of the taste <laughs> that you have drains from your body. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I think I will get a Dagwood dog. And then I'm going to buy this very nice stained glass dream catcher. Mm, <laughs> it would look so good in my home. <laughs> and while I'm here, young Timmy, why don't you go and get some man to draw your face weird. <laughs> I want all of your ugly bits accentuated. <laughs> yes, which is what happens to Lisa. Yes. Also, I enjoy that the guy that's drawing it goes, do you like roller skates? Everybody likes roller skates. <laughs> and Lisa's like, I don't. I don't like roller skates. He's got three different things he can draw people as. Yeah. Roller skates, probably a lion tamer. Yeah. Someone doing, you know, that hoop with a stick. About that. Yep, that guy. Yeah. yeah, with like a bonnet and a lollipop. Yeah. The funny thing about roller skates is that like all of our friendship group, we're all going. Roller ma- skates is the is the MVP of COVID right now. Yes, roller skates are on top. <laughs> I have a pair of roller skates, and I you got some, didn't got you? Some, and it has been raining almost every time. I've been like, I'm gonna go and roller skate in the the garage, mum. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then it starts raining. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to be 35 next month and I I feel self-conscious about being some old idiot trying to relive my youth by having roller skates. Is that? I'm my own fun police. You got to do it. But also you got to do it for me because I am currently in my family childhood home where I actually am an adult baby and I'm in the court where like it's the suburbs and like there are families like with babies who are like, why is that adult lady learning roller skates? (laughs) I don't want to be judged and I, my neighbours, every time I go out to the front yard, my neighbours are always out there and we always have to have a chat and oh I feel God. very self-conscious about, like, they'd see me roller skating and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh I'll think about it. I think, I've think i been thinking about it a lot. I mean, think, I mean, my Instagram knows I've been thinking about it oh, because yeah. that's all the ads it'll give me. It's roller skates and I clicked on bikinis once and now it's like, do you want some bikinis? Do you want some roller skates? Do you want some bikinis? Do you want some roller skates? Do you want some roller skates? You want some roller skates? Yes, yeah. Yes, Do you want a roller skate in a bikini? Yeah, Do you want yeah. a roller skate in a bikini yeah, line? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I want, I want <laughs> so many good bikinis. It's the best way to go shopping these days. Yeah, it's true. I wanted to buy a new mattress for my hat for here because of the tiny mattress. And so mm-hmm. I just went onto a website and put a, put a like a double size mattress in a car. And then I went on Instagram and it's all ads for mattresses. So I could and like. And now you, you just, you just look at it once and you're like, Hey, I'm thinking about maybe getting this thing. Yeah. And I will continue, but I'm paralyzed by choice. Oh, oh. consumerism. Oh, so hard in the face of COVID. <laughs> So Lisa looks at it and I feel like it's really sad because she's like eight years old and she looks yeah. at it and she's like, I'm hideous. I'm ugly. Yeah. And I'm I, hideous and ugly. I and I feel go, like I know that feeling. Oh, like that first sense of self-actualization, that mm. first comparison, that first realization about, you know, even if it's not your whole body, but the bits of your body that like you can't change that are always going to be, that's your face. That's yeah. what you, that's what God gave you. Yeah. And she is upset by what she sees. And I, I had that real feels moment for that. Yeah. As a woman, I was like, oh, yeah, sweetheart, everything's going to be okay. You yeah. Know? It hurts so hard. Like I've also had my brother be like, 
Claire, you're not ugly. That's so sweet. Yeah, because I've been crying to him about being ugly. And he was like, Claire, you're not ugly. It's weird for me to say that, but you're not. Don't worry. Yeah, I think that is what uh, Bart says. He says, mm. he just says, you're yeah. not I think ugly. He said, it hurts me to say this, but you, you're not ugly. Uh, also, we find out that Homer is 37 years old. 36. He's 36. I wrote it down. Homer is 36 years old. And he weighs 239 pounds, which is 100 kilos. Oh, wow. I feel like he's depicted as older and fatter than that. Yes. I thought he was fatter. Me too. I thought he, like, his belly seems to indicate he'd be like, I don't know. 130 at least? I don't know. 130 kilos, which is like 200, like 300 pounds? Yeah. Speaking of people being unattractive, you know, Lisa's really um, upset. She mm. she hates like, the way she looks. You know, Homer can't convince her otherwise, so he goes to drown his sorrows uh, at Moe's bar uh, and he asks Moe if Moe has ever felt unattractive. <laughs> and Moe's like, no. And then he asks Barney. Yeah. And Barney s- says no and then he does one of these horrible bur- burps. I'm just like, fuck you, man. <gasps> fuck you. <laughs> You think you're just God's gift? Eh? <laughs> Come on. How have they never felt unattractive? Arseholes. So, um, but while he's there, the uh, the television speaks to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm remembering the ad. It's so. It's the, I just. It's. It's. I mean. Yeah, uh, what I like about it is just the blatant exposition. Yes. <laughs> Here's the plot. Here you go. This is it. <laughs> what we're gonna do, Little Miss Springfield. Here we go. It's yeah. Like three minutes in, we gotta get going. We gotta get cracking on this. So he enters her without her knowing, um, and then sends them the caricature. Oh god! Fucking brutal, dude. That's so brutal. Like, what the? Don't do that. The worst thing he could do. Worst thing he could do. And then what convinces Lisa is that he had his uh, ticket to the blimp. The Duff blimp. The Duff blimp that he won. His uh, dream come true, finally. Yeah. And he sold it to I... Barney for $250 for the entrance fee. And then Barney's yeah. like, sure, and brings out a huge stack of cash. Huge stack of cash, wires in the back of your head. Look, we all make choices. I mean, uh, I think uh, being a tester person, a volunteer, healthy volunteer for those things, it does pay you all right. Look, I mean, it's Barney. There's only so much he can contribute to society. So, uh, yeah, thanks, mate. You're doing you're doing the Lord's work. I would hate to go on that blimp. <laughs> I don't even like the idea of that. You know how you have that romantic hot air balloon ride <gasps> thing where it's like sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to get there. So early. Super early. Like 3 right? a.m. Three hours, they put you in a basket, oh, which God. is like, you can see through the bottom of a basket. Oh, God. Like, you can. And then, like, you get, you, you go up and then, and then they give you champagne, which will only make you have more inhibitions and make it even harder for you to stay in the basket. Yes. And then they might give you some fruit and cheese if you're lucky. You're not even a full meal. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's supposed to be, I don't know, romantic? That sounds like a nightmare. That sounds it like does. a nightmare. I would, fuck off. No way. All I could picture is me falling off the edge. Yeah, drunk, drunkenly yeah. leaning Whee! against the side and just the heights thing. I'm just like, oh, it just feels so unsafe. 
Like, do you remember those videos of those kids a few years ago? They were climbing the highest buildings and they yep. were like using um, selfie sticks. And I think it was kind of the first selfie sticks. Yeah, it was sticks. like that rash of like Russian kids climbed to yep. the top of buildings. Oh thing. my God. And like you could see how high they were. And I'd be like, this is horrifying. Yeah. Get I, down. I, my feet start to tingle. Oh God. The idea of them not finding ground or like my whole back, a little, I get a little shiver, I get yep. a little anti ASMR oh, shiver. God. And, or the idea of them falling backwards off. Or oh. just going to take a step and having nothing there and having your whole weight just tip forward and oh. then you just <laughs> freak on. Okay, this is triggering. Uh. <laughs> Sorry for everyone at home getting vertigo right now. Yeah. So Lisa goes to the audition slash she gets into the pageant and she starts her rehearsals and mm. there we meet the most perfect little girl. <laughs> yeah, with the giant like eyelash implants which is only yeah. legal in paraguay like lisa's there listening into the conversation between the two oh, gals i love those Not gals on the circuit all the time so cool with the the outfits and the beret and shit yeah love the berets she won little miss pork and little miss kosher in the same week <laughs> i missed that joke that is so good so fucking good <laughs> reminds me of like sitting at the back of like an open mic Stand up night in just the back of the room. Oh, the chat. Oh, God. The chat at the back of the room where or someone's bombing and you don't know who they are, and everyone's just at the back sniggering at how badly they're doing. It's just, it's glorious. Those are the things I miss the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking uh, of like the ba- like open mics, like the way. I'm skipping you forward a bit, but the way the like crust of the clown was when one of the girls was taking a really long time with her um yes. talent, and he was like, "Whoa, well, that went for a while." Like, yeah, the MC that doesn't quite know to how to say "get the fuck off the stage." Yeah, and of course, Lisa cleaned up because after you do it, after watching someone die, all you want is something for refreshing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Yes. It feels so powerful. It does. (laughs) (laughs) I had this fucking disaster one where the MC didn't quite have everyone side and then opened the second bracket and he took, it's just taking like 15 or 20 minutes and I could see him doing this and it does happen Mm. where MCs like are very responsible for the tone of the night and they want to get a laugh before Mm. they bring on the first act. Yeah. And sometimes they'll just dig in and just stay on as like way longer because it's like the responsibility between getting the laugh from people or like obviously you've been on for too long, people are getting like kind of restless, you're better off cutting your losses and bringing on the first person and mm-hmm. then trying to repair afterwards. Mm-hmm. But that first person might be like, oh, God, like I can't salvage this crowd, I can't do anything. But if you stay up there for too long, it just makes it even worse. Mm. He literally like chased someone into a toilet. What? So the again, MC. it was one of those. Yeah, the MC. It was like one of those like things where the the stage was kind of in the middle of a pub. Yeah. Uh, someone had to go to the bathroom so they had to walk past the stage. Oh, and no. And like, the joke or was just trying to started following them off the stage and into the toilet <laughs> and then came back out and then like tried a few more things. Nothing was working. And so he did the worst thing possible was to go on for too long and then do nothing to bring on the first act. No! So he was just like. Anyway, here's your first act of the second half. Please welcome Lauren Buck. And I think in that moment, it, everyone was just happy that it just wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
was like, I didn't have to do much because like, hey, I just walk on stage and I'm like, hey, I'm not that guy. Everyone's like, welcome. Yes. It was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and I imagine, I, I think I did fine. I think I just, I even maybe just like reset the energy a little bit and just like chatted to the crowd for a little bit in yeah. a more like less aggressive way because he was starting to take it out on them that they weren't laughing at him. It was just, <laughs> I don't, I, like I can, I, I sympathize because I feel like I've been there or I've hmm. seen it so many times mm-hmm. that it's such a trap to fall in. And I do remember like, I think once I, I finished and yes. Okay. <clears throat> I maybe got them back on site. Hell so, yes, you did. Book me, whatever. <laughs> um, and he, I'm pretty sure he came up to me and he was like, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> And I'm like, as long as you can recognize it and you build yeah. from it, like that's that's chill. Yeah. Uh, but I was also like, everyone that walked away from that, you know, situation, like I came out the good guy, <laughs> and that's all that matters. So, I saved it. Yeah, I saved it. It was so me. Powerful. <laughs> I'm off. I, I find it hard to be the Turner. You know, the room Turner. Mm. So. Back onto uh, the episode, I yeah. <laughs> I loved how when uh, Lisa was getting her makeup done and getting her like a whole yeah when they went to the beauty parlor the yeah. beauty parlor titled "Turn Your Head and Coif yeah so good um and then the guy came out with like the blowtorch it was so good and then don't worry I am well protected <laughs> and so before they get home. Bart and Homer are like waiting and Homer's like giving Bart tips on how to like woo ladies and he's like okay Bart doesn't matter what happens you got to be like so complimentary because women love that and then so when she comes in they're like oh my god and then so next day Bart is at an ice cream parlor and he's been sitting on a tiny bowl of ice cream for like an hour and the really angry ice cream lady comes over and she's like son you've been sitting on that bowl for an hour when are you gonna get out and he's like wow like he just gives her a really gorgeous compliment how do you keep such a trim figure in an ice cream parlor he's like gaming women yeah <laughs> one of my favorite little bits of animation in this is bart wearing heels oh i love that bitch come through but oh i'm starting to think that i could win and he gives us a little pose and you're like yes yes work. it was such a short moment it's so beautiful i've i think so i've seen people have that tattooed that's a tattoo. yes exactly yeah. i'm so sure i've seen that as a tattoo yeah and i was like oh, i thought that's like a funny picture i didn't realize it was specifically from an episode and he like the butt and like the stick it's they went to town on it and I'm and I'm here for it. So we move into the actual pageant itself, mm-hmm. which is a delight. Krusty the Clown rocks up. He wants to get to know the girls personally. Um, <laughs> he doesn't, not sure if it's a Republican fundraiser or not. Sly. <laughs> so good. And then Lisa does so well. She does like yeah, this. Yeah, she rocks it. Yeah, she does this funny little thing and then she does a beautiful song, which everyone like comes in and then she Tim strips Hannah. off her dress and is wearing this cute little swimsuit. It's a full drag reveal. Like this yeah. is, but Amza De- Amber Dempsey wins Swat Swat. What a bitch. What a bitch. Fuck it. Uh, even though Homer ate all the Vaseline. But, um, Just like lip smackers in grade yeah. two. And she starts to rain and then she gets hit by lightning. Yeah, because if the rod is metal. Uh, so Barney's in the blimp at the top, uh, like overseeing the opening of the mall with mm. the illegitimate son and everything. And he decides to drive it and he crashes it into a tower. Like the, the front like- cover of the Led Zeppelin album. Yeah, the Hindenburg disaster. Oh, yes. But that's all right. In my notes, I also wrote Led Zeppelin. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. 
Oops. Yes, the Hindenburg disaster, not yeah. the Led Zeppelin album. Lisa takes over as hmm. the beauty queen and she gets, gets crowned with the melted crown, crown and the melted scepter. It's still hissing. And all the boys love her. Yeah. And, and then she starts doing these fun little events, like saying goodbye to people who are being deported. And they look like your typical refugees. They're playing a violin. Like Polish yeah. kind of refugees. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they meet Bob Hope yes. as well. And they, they play they play Fort Springfield in one of those uh what are they called USO show type things. That's the real Bob Hope, by the way. That was great. That as was himself. A, that was so weird and great. I was like, so I didn't pick up on this, which seems bad, but there's a reference to Apocalypse Now. Oh, um, like the chopper yes, when they get the, the chopper, chopper out. So that they get choppered out when the so that episode's reference to Apocalypse Now was named the 29th greatest film reference in the history of The Simpsons. Many of the Simpsons writers had left the show um, or were absent for the beginning of season four. So yep. only left Al Jean and Mike Rice to brainstorm the plot ideas. So they oh. brainstormed uh, Home of the Heretic first, just mm-hmm. this kind of simple ideas. Homer doesn't go to church anymore. Just have that at the top because I noticed, again, not much B plot in this very similar to Homer the Heretic. Yeah, uh, there was no B plot basically. Homer won yeah. the blimp and then he's like giving it away. I'm like, okay, goodbye B plot, but that's fine. Yeah, it's him because there's not a lot of writers that they yeah. kind of just pick one idea and go with it. So the idea yeah. of Lisa entering a beauty pageant, that's it. There you go. Yeah. Um, Jeff Martin was uh, assigned to write the episode. Uh, they assumed he'd fill it with songs like he'd done in previous episodes. Mm. Uh, he wrote the episode and its music, and he sort of based it on one of his own experiences, like when he had his own caricature drawn of himself. <laughs> uh, but uh, in terms of the episode that he wrote, he said, I'm not sure if we could do this episode today. People had a much more innocent view of child beauty pageants before Jean Benet Ramsey. <gasps> Oh, so yeah. This was actually aired and done before that entire thing happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because that girl, I thought there was kind of like the main girl who actually won initially. I thought there was like, I thought there was nah. going to be something sinister or like maybe she was like, for, had all these weird injections to make her look younger or something. I thought there was going to be something weird happening, but that didn't happen. Isn't that bizarre? We implant these meanings on these old things, but that's not. And there was no, the boys in Lisa's class were like hot for her, but there was mm-hmm. no creepy, like obviously there was going to be no, no creepiness. But Yeah, you're right. It could have been darker in some yeah. way. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's still, like Simpsons at the moment is still very innocent. Mm. It's still very family friendly. It's still sweet and I think that's how we got you know this very sweet ending where well in a Lisa way when she (laughs) says I'm not going to be a corporate shill anymore which I'm like preach yes she doesn't want to sell cigarettes to babies but I mean it is because she like it's the final straw is that she sees Maggie put a cigarette in her mouth and she goes oh my fucking god hell no we're not doing that yeah (laughs) um and then proceeds to try and make some political statements uh including at the football, how she says that college football takes away money from education and the arts. And I'm like, preach, sister. Yes, Lisa. (laughs) And then a couple, a few nerds in the crowd get enraged and then they jump the barriers and run after the footballers. These like big, tough footballers are like, run. (laughs) And then the next nerds you see the headline of the newspaper, which says like the footballers were mauled by nerds. I just like the sound the nerds make. I'm like, what are, what are nerds doing at the football anyway? Like, <laughs> were they actual fans? Or were they just, just there? Just there hanging out. We thought this was computer class. <laughs> Better just go to the 
football because there's nothing else to do, I guess. <laughs> it's a small town. Small town. I feel like the the thing that made me the laugh the most about this episode was the final bit that Kent Brockman's news at the end uh, when he's trying to go to different footage. Oh my god! And they, and they just keep feeding a baby goat. <laughs> it's just a little goat sucking on some milk. Because I can picture that exact footage that they're they're using. Yeah, yeah it has like a like a context. Yeah. <laughs> Like an agricultural show. A feel-good story at the end. (laughs) Little Skippy who couldn't walk properly and now is up on his feet. Look at him. (laughs) We found this little baby goat in the gutter. Yeah, and now we've nursed him back to life. (laughs) Yeah, spectacular. So good. I'm surprised it's not – I think I've said this before about some of the other incredible episodes – and I'm surprised that this episode is not one that people have talked about. But I wonder if it's because people remember the ones with this, with a catchy song in it so much more. Like ones like this where this is just a fully solid, hilarious episode. Well, it's got it's got catchy songs. It's got the Little Miss Springfield song. True. Is, and Homer singing about his blimp, Mr. Blimpy Blimp or something. Blimpy Boy. Have you heard that before? Has people mm. sung that to you? No, although maybe they have because I did recognize that. But <laughs> Limpy boy, uh, click it into place. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about our ratings at the moment? I don't know. Giving I just out of ten. I keep giving. I'm not sure how I feel about it anymore. I keep giving great ratings. I'm like, oh, hilarious, beautiful, great, wonderful, in- impressive. Ten. No notes. <laughs> no notes. No notes. <laughs> Well, why don't we just why don't we just say if we liked it or if we didn't from yeah. now on? Yeah, I, I'm like that's it, listeners. We're scrapping the score system because yeah. we're too happy. Yeah, because these <laughs> ones are just rolling in great episodes, and I feel like it's only going to get better from here. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't wait. I just hope that I get some um, between now and our next recording that um, talk about a beauty pageant and then see if anyone starts singing the beauty pageant song. Just start dropping it. Just be like, hey, hey, everyone, have you ever, um, oh, have you ever gone in a blimp? <laughs> How and, about uh, them blimps? Are you, are you, are you, are you a boy? Uh, hey there. Blimpy yeah. boy. <laughs> Subtle. Great. Okay, next week's episode Ooh. is Treehouse of Horror. Yes, yes. This is great because I I love horror anyway. I'm in a horror group chat with your boyfriend, Bok. Yes, um, you are. I'm not left out at all. It's fine. <laughs> but you don't watch horror. I don't, but I know that you talk about things that aren't just horror. <laughs> I know it's also friendship. It is also friendship. So I don't need it. I don't need any of it. You could join it. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't like horror. At the moment, it's me just making fun of everyone else because I can go to the movies and they can't. Ah, uh, look, I don't, I barely go to the movies as it is. I'm one of the. I can't. I don't go. I'm going on Sunday. Cool. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> That would be a brag, but I, I'm fine. Yeah, you're like, whatever. I'm like, fine. you have a good time. I will. I will have a if good you, time. If you said that you were going to a stand-up night where you were going to sit at the back and piss on everyone that you didn't know, then I'm... I would be very jealous. <laughs> I'm doing that on Wednesday, actually. Damn it! <laughs> All right. So next week's horrifying Treehouse of Horror, we get another trio of uh, little shorts that are going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. Until then... 
be well, everybody. Yeah. Find us on all the things if you like this kind of thing. Yeah. Follow us on all our following things. Following all our following things. We're definitely going to be making more episodes. We're definitely going to complete what we started. I know that it's been six months since we've released an episode. But you know what? We're doing it now anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's just one season per year. Could be. (laughs) All this creative time that we're getting now. Oh, uh, God. (laughs) What are we using it for? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Getting real good at doing nothing. I'm so good at online shopping now. Oh, I am too. If I just put making a podcast into my Instagram, maybe (laughs) I'll do it more. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. I love you. Love you. Bye.